0: Welcome to the Smart Gamble. We are winding it down. It is the championship weekend, guys, coming off Woo-hoo! of, like, what? Has anyone ever seen a better weekend of football than last weekend?
1: Apart apart from that game, the early, early game with the Bengals and Tennessee, even though it was some, some crazy bounces and a good ending, but the game itself was kind of... Eh. But so still ended game, in a
0: last-second field goal.
1: It did. It did. <laughs> just but,
0: uh, just like it, every single game, and we'll, we'll get into all those uh, in just a second here. But, of course, uh, I'm Norm, joined by Lily and CJ. On the Smart Gamble, we are, uh, what, three episodes away from the end of the season. We've got today... The lull, the worst week in football to me, the Pro Bowl week in between the, the championship and the Super Bowl. And then our Super Bowl episode that I know everyone prop bets galore and all stuff like that. But yes, <laughs> um, we've got two games left before we decide who's in the Super Bowl um, that were decided by four games that all had last-second field goals. And not just that, all four field goals were hit.
1: Yeah, the kickers were the, were the big story last week. The kickers were a big story, and of course, we saw some history. W- those games, and we'll get into all the the games from last week. But boy, that KC game in Buffalo, right? Crazy, crazy.
0: Oh, they left they left too much time for Buffalo. Oh, they left they too much
1: time for KC. KC, yeah. <laughs> KC
2: yes, a, whole,
1: a whopping thirteen seconds. Thirteen seconds. Thirteen
2: seconds. Too yep. much time. You know, in thirteen seconds, Mahomes threw two passes. He went from. It was the 21, his own 21 yard line to the 35 yard line in two passes.
1: Amazing. Absolutely. I don't know if amazing. you guys amazing. saw
0: it. I love um, the, they, the game audio when you can hear the player because most of them are mic'd up anyway. And they, mm-hmm. and they release, what, whether it's on NFL Network or uh, what's that show on Showtime, they release like the game audio. On that last pass that set up the field goal, Kelsey, on like two plays before, was like, hey, they're leaving when they're in this, you know, cover tour, they're, the seams wide open. So if they're in that, you know, let me know. And they're lined up on that play and all Mahomes goes, Kelsey, do it. And then they hike the ball and he goes up <laughs> the seam instead. And then there's 40 yards and they're in field goal range.
1: Absolutely amazing. Travis Kelsey, first of all, is a money receiver. He has been money oh. his whole career. And, um, I mean, again, I think it's a matter of having Mahomes and Kelsey just being on that wavelength. They can read each other's minds. Yeah. Um, Perfect combination, perfect storm. And um and, and it it worked for him.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that game was was one of the one for the history books to cap off uh, an entire weekend because I mean who who saw I thought Green Bay, I almost stopped watching the end of that game. Even though it was a one score game, they were only up a touchdown. Was, it was a 10, 10 3. I'm like, this game's over. The, the Samurski's—they cannot do anything on offense. Well, they didn't need to. You block a punt, sure. you're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I, I thought Green Bay came into the weekend as the odd on favorite to win the whole thing, and it no, took absolutely. again a block punt, and um, it just was some crazy things there. The weather really didn't seem to allow either team to really do much on offense, but that block punt really was the key. That was the key. So yeah, some people and, are saying that. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lily.
2: No, um, just. Like, when Bosa sacked uh, Rodgers, mm. he had no clue Bosa was even behind him. Yep, mm. he just had no clue. Yeah,
1: yeah there were some crazy things there. You couldn't see San Francisco doing
0: much on offense. But, yeah, let, let's let's talk about San Because San Francisco is still alive now. Their defense did hold Green Bay to 10 points.
1: Yeah, That's Sam
2: insanity. Fr-
1: yeah. <laughs> San San Fran has all of those things. Again, a good running game, a great defense. You know, those guys have all the hallmarks of a team that can really go the whole way. Um, Even if they don't get a whole lot from offense, they can really, really do some things on defense. So um, to your point, Norm, their defense really, really won that game for them.
2: Absolutely. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing probably the worst he's ever played in his career, but they're still winning.
0: (laughs) That is true. All that matters. All that matters. And and that, you know, kind of leads us to like... So Rodgers, who I know, Lily, you were pulling for for him to get that Super Bowl win, and I I, I kind of was as well. Rodgers is out. We'll we'll talk about where he, maybe he's going to go. Brady, we haven't really talked about that Rams Bucks game, but Brady is out now as well. Um, it, it's we're we're seeing all the the old guard quarterbacks that we expected to leave, and now we're left with Jimmy G, Joe Burrow, Max Joe Stafford. Cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, Joe Joe Coolborough is a guy. I mean, can you imagine what his stock is going to be, his popularity, if he wins this game this week? Oh my god! In In Arrowhead, he is he is coming fast. Yeah, he's coming fast, no doubt.
2: I know yeah, Lily. I mean the ladies love him. He's a good looking guy, twenty five <laughs> years old. You know. <laughs>
0: I think I think between him and him and Jimmy G, I think uh, I think the female fans will be will be happy this oh, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think all the ladies around America are, are pulling for a Bengals uh, Super Bowl against uh, San Fran, GBGQ <laughs> G- yeah. against Joe Cool.
0: Absolutely, well, it, it's besides Mahomes. Like you, know, you talk about Stafford too. It's not like you know we Matt Stafford's been around a long time now, but he was in Detroit, and I, I think it was right after the game or maybe Monday, they were asked, like, you know, what what did you feel about, like, getting traded to L.A. now you're here in a championship game? He's like, I just wanted to play in meaningful playoff games, <laughs> you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been a prolific passer his whole career. And, again, he, and he had the title of a guy who has a big arm and he can throw a lot of yards yep. and just simply was on bad teams or just couldn't win the big game. So, and, again, he's showing me that he's more than just what, what he was in Detroit. He's a good quarterback. And if he can get past this week, get to a Super Bowl, I think he would have he would have been worth the investment the Rams made in him.
2: Right. And, 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 I, and- I want to go back to San Fran. Debo Samuel hurt in the third quarter. No mm. doctors even check him out. He is like the wounded warrior. He gets the wounded warrior award mm. because I- he went back in, scored a touchdown, and then actually um, ran the, the pass that got them to do the field goal. Yeah. To keep the field goal. He
0: Amazing. Is, and you mentioned it, it's the run after the catch there. He is the best receiver in the league running with Absolutely. the ball after the catch. So Statistically, and just look at – look with their eyeballs. That dude with the <laughs> ball in his hands is unreal.
1: And I think that there's some offensive genius to be given to the coaching staff. I mean, they also use him as a runner as well. They'll yep. line him up in the backfield, and they'll hand him the ball – and he gets seven, eight, nine yards a pop. So
0: May, maybe the most underrated offensive weapon in the league. Mm. Maybe I don't know if it's because of the way that offense works, because the Niners offense isn't what you think of when you think of like, you know, high powered offenses, even though they did put up a lot of points this season, they did. Um, he goes, when, if you go ask like an average fan, like name your, you know, top five, you know, wide receivers or top five offensive weapons, he his name's not going to come up a lot, but it should. Um, right. you know, my my background with the fantasy, and I've got him on one of my dynasty leagues. So I've got him for, you know, as long as I don't trade him for his whole career. And I love that fact. <laughs> like he <laughs> he is he statistically, fantasy-wise, is is one of the top five wide receivers in the league, and, and people don't realize that.
1: Yep. Credit that coaching staff and the way they use him. Um, and again, he's a damn good receiver, a damn good runner. And San Fran's got a big chance with him in that lineup, no doubt.
0: And, and we'll talk about where they rank. Uh, we'll, we'll do our own power rankings coming up here in a little bit. All three of us are going to kind of take the four teams left and rank them. But um, – and, and before we well, – I want to talk about Joe Burrow just a little bit more as well as the Bills, but um, Rodgers is gone. Brady is gone, out of the playoffs at least. Let, let's let's clarify, out of the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> now, to Fr- are they gone? Did Aaron Rodgers just play his last game in Green Bay? And did Tom Brady just play his last game ever?
2: Well, Tom Brady has talked about retiring, even though he doesn't want to, even though he's still like MVP level, he's talked about retiring. So he may, he may retire. Um, But as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, I could see him going to Denver because Denver picked up Nathaniel Hackett.
1: Yep. Yes. From Green old, Bay. Their his, offensive his coordinator. coordinator. Yes.
2: So would that be a power team or what? I would love for that to happen. That would be awesome.
1: Now, here's a, here's, here's a question for you guys. What yep. is the big deal about Denver? Why is all of a sudden, I mean, to me, if, if I'm a star quarterback in this league, why would I want to go to Denver? I mean, <laughs> Denver I mean, granted, is one
2: of the top defenses yeah, this season. And- they're I think, like one of the top, if not the top yeah. defense.
0: I think Lily has, is on there with the defense. Not to mention, again, underrated. I mean, you've got Tim Patrick, who was a very good fill-in when, when the, the top guy got hurt. And that top guy, Jerry Judy, I wouldn't mind throwing the ball to him. Like, he mm-hmm. could become Devontae Adams Jr. If if, if Rodgers goes to there. They've got talent on offense. Obviously got a couple of run, uh, running backs in the backfield that you can hand the ball off to uh as well i i think you look at it and go the talents there was the quarterback the thing that was missing i think they have more holes than green bay like i i think i mean i guess that's the question too is 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 green bay rogers still best chance of winning a super bowl or should he go elsewhere and does that matter because i think that i think it's just a relationship again when we get to this off season and and he's going to go like all right are you going to help me this time you know, maybe Denver is more willing to help him out.
1: Yeah. Here's my thing. I from a personnel standpoint, this year, his best chance to win a Super Bowl was in Green Bay. Yeah. Now next year, it's apparently they are like 44 million dollars over the cap. And he counts a 46 million of it. Yeah. And that doesn't even include Devontae Adams being a free agent. They got to re-sign him. Yep. So they're going to be way under the cap. So if it goes back to Green Bay to that same team, they've got to cut a lot of people. So my feeling now is maybe they trade him for several draft picks and maybe they just recoup some some young talent and say say Levy, and maybe he yeah. goes to Denver or somewhere else and starts I agree over. With that.
2: They're not gonna give him what he wants too. No, they just can't. That's a,
0: they can't, and that's not what they've done. That's not what Green Bay does as an organization. So I, I right. think I think his days in Green Bay are numbered. Um, I think Denver is a very likely landing spot, but I also don't forget about Pittsburgh. We uh right. didn't really talk about Big Ben retired. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by speaking the way,
0: of, speaking of quarterbacks <laughs> that are on their way out, uh, Big Ben said, I'm out. Um, and which I think everyone kind of expected. We saw how his play really regressed throughout the season. Um, I think that was best for both sides. Pittsburgh needed a fresh start there. Um, and Big Ben. I mean, five years from now, is anyone going to remember this last season when you think about Big Ben's career? Probably not. You're going to think about two Super Bowls and, and probably a Hall of Fame career. But um, he needed to hang them up. And we saw the interaction between Tomlin and Rodgers when the Packers and Steelers played earlier this season.
1: Yes. There's a, a high wink,
0: level yeah. of respect there between <laughs> those two.
1: But, but which team, though, in your opinion, is more Super Bowl ready? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it Denver? Is it some other team? And um, I I don't know about Pittsburgh right now. And Pittsburgh, I think they're hurting in a lot of areas besides the quarterback. So
2: yeah, I think they ended with the same record too.
0: I think. Yeah, I think it was very, very similar, and and there is very similar situations too. Because Pittsburgh's defense might that might be one better than Denver's, but I think they slightly lack on the offensive side, Mm -hmm. weapons wise. You know. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a free agent yet again. You've got Chase Claypool there for sure. He he could be something with a better quarterback. Okay, um, you've of course got Harris in the backfield, which is he he might be one of the best run young running backs in the entire league.
1: Yes, Najee Harris
0: again. Pittsburgh is is a Pittsburgh a place that you think like oh I'm going to go play quarterback in Pittsburgh. Obviously, Big Ben did all right for his career there, but. Um, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers at all, when you're talking about Denver and Pittsburgh leaving Green Bay, I don't know if he's going to pull a Tom Brady and be like, I want to go place where we play in like a dome <laughs> or warm weather. Like,
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. that,
0: that was part of Tom Brady's, like, I'm sick of playing New England. Let me go play in Florida.
1: <laughs> you know? There you go. And, and, um, and as far as Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' choice, now he's, if he comes to the KC, he goes to the belt, excuse me, if he comes to Denver, he plays KC twice a year. Right. He's got a team in Las Vegas that's getting better, and um, and, and he's the, gonna go play the, Herbert. Yes, and Herbert twice a year for for the Chargers. So he's jumping into the belly of the beast, going to the AFC West mm-hmm. if he goes to Denver.
0: Well, you'd say the same thing if he went to Denver or me, uh, to Pittsburgh because obviously the Bengals have proven that unless they pull like a Jacksonville Jaguars and just plummet the next few years after an AFC championship trip, I don't expect them to do that. They've got a very good young core there that they should be good for the next few years. They do. Baltimore had a very up and down season, but with Lamar Jackson healthy, they should be solid as well. Um, I I think that's a, that's a division. Cleveland, uh, who knows?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Rogers goes, To Denver, then the AFC West has Rogers, Mahomes, and Herbert. Yeah, that's and that's going to be a hell of a conference. Yeah, you can't
0: you can't count out Car either. I mean, he was first like first few months of the season, he was an MVP conversation. Derek Carr,
1: prolific passer. He's only thirty years old. They made the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a good division there, AFC West.
0: Yeah. So I mean that that that'll of course it'll be another Aaron Rodgers dominated all season with where he's going to end up because he's not going to be in Green Bay. Um, no. But but uh, CJ, what what are your thoughts on on Brady? I think Lily, Lily you're you're saying Brady's retiring. I'm gathering. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I I think I am too. I don't. Know. What about you, CJ?
1: I think if um I think it was set up perfectly for him. If he if the Buccaneers had won it again this year, I think he flies off into the sunset and says, yeah. "See you later." Um, I think he retires anyway. I mean, you literally are looking at a guy who literally has nothing left to prove. He had one of his best seasons statistically this year. His team did very well. He won a Super Bowl last year. He's 44. What more does he have to prove? I think he, for his sake, um, why put your body through another year of punishment? Why be away from your family for another year? Um, He's done what he needs to do. He's the greatest of all time and nothing more can add to it. That's why I say retire.
0: Right. I I, I agree. I think I think a lot of the the insiders are saying this is the closest he's been like considering it. So I think Giselle will be in his ear. I think his body. I mean, he's 45 years old now. I mean, (laughs) incredible. That's ridiculous in itself. So, yeah, what I think you hit the nail on the head. What else do you have left to prove?
1: Yeah, and it's funny because uh, Brady has really, really made a commitment to his body, making sure that he stays strong and his body weight and so forth. And you juxtapose that with Ben Roethlisberger, who was getting gaining weight literally by the minute yeah. in Pittsburgh over the past several years. So, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine what Big Ben could have been if he had taken care of his body a little bit more? He'd probably still be playing for another couple of years.
0: I, I guarantee you'll see a lot of the quarterbacks that are getting around that mid 30s like Aaron Rodgers is probably thinking like all right what did what did Tom do (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) take care of your body because
0: because that's because that's another conversation I've got a buddy who's a Steelers fan and he's like I don't want Rodgers what's he going to be my quarterback for one or two years like Rodgers is late 30s but he could he could pull up Brady and play for another four or five years
1: totally agree totally agree Um,
0: so let's let's quickly shift uh, before we start jumping into to, to this week's games. Um, Buffalo is, I think, another team that a people had a lot of expectations for, and maybe exited earlier. I know they had a, a tough matchup with Kansas City, who's you know the defending AFC champions. But um, is is Sean McDermott to blame there? Who takes the blame for another early exit on a team now that's losing some of their staff?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they're saying in Buffalo, but I mean, literally, it took an act of God for <laughs> Buffalo to lose that game. I think Josh <laughs> Allen did what he had to do. They went into yep. Arrowhead. They they played well. And um, whether they've hit their ceiling or not, I don't believe they've hit their ceiling. I think they're still going on their way upwards. Um, I don't blame the coach. Now, can you imagine this? He, sque- he kicks the ball on the ground, and all of a sudden, one of those speedy receivers takes it back to the 50-yard line. They would have been killing him. And Buffalo, saying why couldn't you kick it deep? Why couldn't you just let your defense play defense for thirteen seconds? Yep. That was literally an act of God, and I think that it was somehow preordained that Casey was going to win that game, no matter what Buffalo did. <laughs> um, Buffalo did great; they did fine. I think they're, they'll, they'll be fine next year as well.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's it seems like Buffalo is. I mean, th- this has been going on since wide left in the early nineties. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> They, they go from that to, you know, what, four straight Super Bowls losing to then their division getting dominated by Tom Brady for 20 years. And now now they're, they run into Kansas City every year and it's just like they can't get past them. So. Um, I don't know. I, 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 as I brought up though, they're losing, of course, our offensive coordinator to my giants and Brian Dable. He's now the head coach. We'll talk about some of, some of the coaching stuff in a second here. Yes. Um, but you also don't know what other staff gets poached. Now that Dable leaves, you know, a, a guy like that might take, you know, uh, Ken Dorsey's the quarterback's coach. Does He become the offensive coordinator in, in New York as well. Um, obviously the reason Dable was hired was they lost their assistant GM and Joe Shane, so you worry sometimes when you're really successful, but you don't win that Super Bowl, and people start poaching from you. Yeah, that things start to slowly crumble under you.
1: Yeah. So Buffalo again um, losing their the offensive coordinator the Giants and so forth. I mean, so obviously as as you mentioned, Norm, they're losing a lot of the the brain the brain trust of that yeah. organization. So really, it's going to come down to can they replace those guys, keeping the same personnel on the field, and I, yeah. I think they're fine there.
0: Yeah, I think that's keep- not an issue
1: know keep drafting well keep getting you know your, your, your free agents and so forth and you'll be fine but you got to replace the brain trust in the front office and so forth so hopefully they'll be able to do that
0: yeah I agree well let, let's shift into uh some of the coaching talk then um we did have a couple other coaches hired besides Dable we had uh Matt Eberflus in Chicago and all the right. GM positions are filled <laughs> right but still still a lot of openings out there
1: yeah, I, I count six right now. I count yeah. Houston, Miami, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Vegas, and New Orleans. And yeah. um, so out, out of that list of teams, what do you guys think is the best available job as far as open coaching jobs? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's Vegas.
2: Vegas and Miami. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say Vegas. It. I was going to
0: say Miami. So yep. I, think, <laughs> I think we're, all, we're <laughs> all on the same wavelength there. So I'm yeah. sure
2: the rest of
0: the league is as well because... Yeah, Vegas has the talent. I mean, you've got a quarterback already kind of in place that's that's proven. Um, you've got a, a decent enough defense, and you've got good running backs, good wide receivers. Yeah, I, I think Vegas is there. Uh, hey, they made the playoffs with an interim coach.
1: They did, they did, and and a player. And it's funny, um, Bisachia, uh, the guy who's there right now, the yeah. players love him, and so I actually felt a little bit. Put out if if I'm him if I'm Rich Versace I'm like why am, are you guys even considering interviewing other coaches why not keep this guy the players right. would would definitely rubber stamp that so a um, little bit strange there but hopefully you know that, that job will be filled with the right guy and, if, and even if it's somebody else maybe they keep him as a coordinator so right. we'll see how that goes.
0: Right, yeah, and then Miami. Right. I mean, we we talked about. I, I think you know, Lily, you have picked you. I think like you, you picked Miami a bunch of times this season. I did. Yeah, and that seven game win streak. Lily won and, a lot of money on Miami to share. Yeah, yes. they had a seven game <laughs> win streak. Obviously, fell short in the last couple of weeks, but I, I think we're all in agreement that we like Tua, right?
1: I like Tua.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
1: I'm not quite sure if Miami likes Tua, but I like Tua. <laughs> <laughs> I still think there's a specter of uh, the Sean Watson kind of hovering over that stadium. And if they can yeah. figure out a way to get him, I think they do it. But um, I, I like Tua. and I think he's got to get a little stronger, a little yes. tougher, but, uh, but he's more. Fine. yeah, he's, he's fine. Yeah.
0: Just yeah. Stay healthy too. I think he, think he, you know, in that win streak, I think he was finally healthy. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so now, um, now now speaking of the whole the whole coaching thing and and, and the direction of teams going, your Giants obviously hired a good guy from the Buffalo Bills. I'm happy what's yeah. the next what's the next step in the Giants progression? I mean, what do they need to do to get to being a playoff level team?
0: Well, they've got these two picks, the number five and number seven pick. And right. I, I, as a Giants fan, like everything's settled, the dust settled. Here's who the candidates are for GM. Here's who the candidates are for, for head coach. Like I got my number one and my number one, like I'm, I'm happy, which hasn't been the case with the last two hirings <laughs> with, with going back to Pat Shermer and going back um, uh, to, I, you know what, even back to Ben McAdoo. I don't know if I was in love with that one hiring mm. from, from the offensive coordinator. So um, I, I think, and I guess, I guess Joe judge, I was, I was pleased with it, but you know, Hiring some guy I never heard of as a special teams coach, head coach. Mm. That was that was a risky move.
1: Yeah. Um
0: yeah. but I I I think they need to I, I think hiring an offensive guy like this, you're gonna see one more year, Daniel Jones prove that you're the guy. If not, they tear that offense completely down and rebuild it.
1: Now, I've probably taken more a more of an extreme look at this. I mean, for the past several years, they've been saying the Giants have no O-line. They have no O-line. And here we are five years later. They still have no offensive line. Um, I am not the biggest Daniel Jones fan in the world. I don't think he's terrible, but I don't think he's great. I don't think he's the answer. Put it that way. He's not the answer. And the other thing that I would probably consider, too, is why not trade Saquon Barkley now? I don't know if Saquon Barkley yep. is the guy at running back. I think you tear that thing down. I think you get some draft picks for him. He's what 26, maybe 27 years old. So not
0: even. I don't think you could. You could still. And and you know he's been banged up. But when healthy, here here's the thing about Saquon is when he's healthy and you watch the highlights, the guy is Barry Sanders light basically. Mm. He can do anything. He can catch the ball. You know what, what's one of the best highlights of the Giants' season this year it was it was that one-handed grab he made and all that. It was kid for two yards though, so like yeah. that, that's that's <laughs> a, that's one. He, I love him. He's from locally around here. You he went to Whitehall if you're if mm-hmm. you're from the Lehigh Valley. Park oh, area. I didn't know that. You know that yes. he, he went to Whitehall High School, played at Penn State. So you know here in the Poconos and, and PA like. People love him. I was actually uh, working at the stations when they interviewed him and, and got to talk to him a little bit on the phone. Like, that kid is – I can't even call him a kid anymore. He's a grown man now that makes millions of dollars to play football. Um, but <laughs> that guy is as good a guy he, – he's a solid guy to have in a locker room. Like, he's a role model that you'd want your kids to follow. But when I watch him play – and then he's been hurt so much. So I've gotten to watch a couple different running backs fill in for him. And it's like, I think I would take this kind of, you know, a, a much smaller payroll cut for a guy to just run forward and get four or five yards on, on, an, on, an, on an average play and maybe mm-hmm. bust one for 10 or 12, as opposed to trying to create something out of nothing every single play like, like he tends to do and it's 1-3-1-40. I'll take just put us in short yardage positions and, he, and yeah. that's just not what Saquon
1: does. And and uh, again, he's and you mentioned leg injuries. He's probably had a, he's had now several leg injuries. Yeah. He's getting into his mid to upper 20s now and again, I think at some point the uh the t- trajectory for running backs it is like a cliff literally. Yeah. One year you're doing great and the next year you literally can't run the ball anymore. Um and I think the NFL is pretty much proven. You can get running backs anywhere. You can and you don't have to pay them and dollars 15 million. So the, it's
0: the position you uh, you you hinder your your salary cap by by overpaying or you not even just overpaying because you can't really say you're overpaying when for a guy yeah. is that talented but just paying a guy that much at a position where you're the top guys versus like the middle of the road there's much less separation. Exactly. Between that than any other position. And I think when you over when when you pay a lot for a running back, you hinder yourself to build your, your roster elsewhere. And I think the Giants are not in that position to be able to do that.
1: I agree. I agree. So I would I would tear it down if I'm new the new staff now, I tear it down.
0: I, I would as well. I just don't. I think with, with Daniel Jones' situation, with his contract situation being at least one more year, I don't know if they give him that five-year, uh ex, five fifth year extension, which they have to do this offseason if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they do that, but I think I think they run it back maybe one more year just to see what they got under real coaching, maybe. I don't know, under better <laughs> coaching.
1: Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see.
0: And may, and I do expect them to spend at least one of those two high draft picks on an offensive lineman, just to just to you know, hey, like, let's put something in front of you and let's see like what you can do with some blocking in front of you. But uh, I, I don't expect Daniel Jones' time to be in New York uh, to be that much longer.
1: I agree. Yeah. No.
0: All right, let's talk about better teams. I'm sad. they, they they've <laughs> been so bad for like eight years now. I don't. I, it's almost pains me to talk about them. Let's talk about some teams that are still left playing. Four teams are left. Let's power rank them. Let, let's, you know what? Lily says, why are we talking about these experts? We're the experts, right? Look we at are Lily the Lily's experts. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: Lily's better than all and, the experts. And before we go into the power rankings, I just have to show you my stuff in tribute to, to Hayden. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we got we to we say hi to Hayden. Yep. Because he's feeling very left out in the postseason. <laughs> there he is. Hey there, there he you may feel left out. You haven't been
0: making some picks this season, but I'm sure he's been rooting for the Bengals. <laughs> he's been watching the Bengals win those games. He's the biggest Bengals supporter I think we got.
2: Yeah. Yep. All right. Besides us, right? No. Right. Besides, yeah, I think us. I think a couple of us
0: are pretty big Bengals supporters as well. Yes, and you absolutely. know what? That might show here in a second here because – Let's give our power rankings. How do how do we want to do that? Do we want to just bounce around, go one through four, each of us, or do we want to all
2: give our? Well, one? let me tell you, the NFL came out with their own power rankings this Oh, they did. They did. So um, they have it as Kansas City, okay, San Fran, Rams, Bengals, okay, my and idea. I'm I'm kind of disagreeing. I'm I'm Kansas City for sure because I mean Mahomes, he's had in this postseason he's had eight passing touchdowns and one rushing. Yep. He's averaged 301.4 passing yards per game, Ridiculous. which is the highest in NFL history Oof. for an average. Highest.
1: Crazy, crazy.
2: So, yeah, I put them as one.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I put the Rams as two, 49ers three, Cincinnati four. What do you guys think?
0: I'll go first because that's, the, that's my exact rankings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I have the exact same rankings. CJ, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have the Chiefs as one as well. I think that's that's like the obvious one. Where you can differ, though, I have the Rams too because I think that's the most talent. that might even be the more talented roster than even the Chiefs. Um, you yeah. can maybe argue that.
1: Yeah, I actually was debating whether or not I would put the Rams at one and the Chiefs at two. Ooh. The way the Rams are playing right now with Odell yeah. Beckham, Cooper Cup, they are, they are really, really playing well. The defense is playing great. So I have a hard time between those two teams. And I think I I would keep San Fran at three and the Bengals at four. And again, the Bengals have a very, very good roster as well. They have Jamar Chase, yeah. wide receiver. They have Joe Mixon, the running back, of course, Joe Burrow. And they may show us the America this week, you know, that we, we were sleeping on them probably a little bit too much, maybe if they can go into Arrowhead and play well and win. But right yeah. now I have them at four until they show me Otherwise,
0: so so right. it looks like we all are in agreement with our power rankings, which differ a little bit from the NFL's because they had what San Fran at two, you said. Yes, and so, the Rams at three. I mean, what do you guys think about San Fran being two? I mean, CJ, you you just said you almost had the Rams one, so I guess you really disagree with that, right?
1: Yeah, with San Fran again, I I you can make an argument because they are a very complete team, despite They're the not. fact that that Jimmy Garoppolo again and and probably so be better. Point. Yeah, he's he's a weakest link, but he's been hurt. He's got a hurt thumb. He's got a right. hurt shoulder. Right. Um, but they really have an offense that doesn't depend on him to be a, a Pat Mahomes. Yeah. They say, "Hey, manage the game. We'll run it. We'll 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 do some funky things to the defense, and then you throw it when you have to throw it, and you make that pass, make that third down and seven pass every once right. in a while." So they or really free to Debo Samuel. <laughs> free Debo Samuel's exactly. But, yeah, so I think they're a very, very complete team, despite the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been that, that guy. He hasn't been Joe Burrow. He hasn't been Patrick Mahomes. So you can make an argument that from a team standpoint, they are a, a pretty well-rounded team.
0: It's funny because I – the argument I really had is I – one and two Chiefs ran for me were easy. I was struggling between if I wanted to put the Bengals at three and the 49ers at four. Hmm. So it's kind of funny that the rank, the NFL networks got them at two, and I'm like, I'm almost putting them at four. I also, I think that might be because I'm, I'm really high in the Bengals. But, um, it and it because I, I don't disagree with anything you just said, CJ, about Garoppolo. Not, you know, he is maybe the weakest link, but not having to rely on him. This is the, this is the NFC and AFC championship games, and soon to be the Super Bowl. If you win, you've got to rely on your quarterback. You may not want to, but you've got to have a quarterback that you rely on in the in in this part of the playoffs. We've seen teams that have weak quarterback play make it to this you know far, maybe even make it to the Super Bowl. Very very far in, in between. Do they actually win though? Um, we the Jacksonville Jaguars are you know an example. Of Blake Bortles a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you got to go back to like what, the 2002 Bucks or, or like, Trent Dilfer and the Ravens in 2000 were, like, yeah, we just carried this quarterback to a Super Bowl win. (laughs) Quarterback play ultimately dominates the playoffs, and that's why I'm, like, I'm kind of iffy on on Jimmy G uh, because you're going to game plan to, like, all right, beat us, Jimmy G.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because a couple of years ago, they were in a Super Bowl, and they were playing against Kansas City, and they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, and there was this one pass. Jimmy G doesn't overthrow the receiver. They win that game. Right. So, again, every once in a while, you have to make that one play or that one set of plays, third down plays. Don't miss a wide open receiver. Don't take a bad sack. Don't right. throw a bad pick. And so and of the four quarterbacks in the playoffs right now, he's the one guy who has more of that, you know, that one questionable play here and there. that can really separate yourself from a win and, and a loss.
0: Right. right. All right. Let's let, let's move on to what people are really tuning in for. Let's make some picks.
1: <laughs> there we go. Let's make some money.
0: Everyone is waiting to see who Lily is picking because she's been nailing every single pick for the regular season and almost through this playoffs. I think the only pick you've missed in the playoffs, Lily, is because you gave out two picks that first week, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yes. So you right. so you went one and one that first the you know, wildcard weekend. But um, all right, let's let's get into it. Um, let's start with uh the Bengals Chiefs. That's the first game on Sunday, is is the AFC championship game. Uh, it's the bigger line of the two, I believe. Uh, this morning at least, yes. I don't know what it started at, but this morning it's a full touchdown, seven points.
2: Um, anyone sign? on My lock of the week is the Bengals to cover. Ooh, woo. Wow, they are absolutely gonna cover.
0: I, uh, I'm in agreement actually.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and and I that feel I, I feel good about that too because usually when Lily takes a dog, especially a big dog, they sometimes win outright.
1: They win outright, no um, doubt.
0: I guess th- that's what we could ask: is is you know, with Lily picking the seven point underdog Bengals, is do they win outright?
2: Can it's they win? It's a possibility. Outright? Even some of the experts are picking them to win outright. Yeah, and why would that be? The other so called experts.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be? Because KC's, they've been in the Super Bowl the last two years.
1: Yeah, well, I think the other thing, too, to consider is that KC, I mean, if, if you put this in a category of just really, really emotional wins, last week counts probably as, as much as any win I've ever seen. Yep. Then maybe there's a little bit um, of, of a of coming back down here, hangover from that. Um, and the other thing to consider is that the Bengals beat KC in Week 16. They played yeah. them in Cincinnati. They won by three points. was a shootout. So, so the Bengals really have nothing to fear. I mean, they obviously are going against a great team, but they stood right there with them toe to toe back in Week 16. So, I too had the Bengals to to uh, cover. Um, I think Casey wins, but I think the Bengals cover. The seven points is a lot of points to stare at right now, this time of year, and I think that that might be a little bit inflated. And I think the as far as the over under, I think the game goes over.
0: Oh, that's a high total though. It was a fifty-four and (laughs) a half, I believe.
1: I'm seeing like a 30 to 27 kind of win 31, 27, that, that area. Yeah. I think the game goes over.
0: I could see that. I I agree as well. I think it's a high number to hit the uh, the over on, but I I think this game's in the thirties. I think both teams might be in the thirties because as much as I love both of these teams and neither of their defenses really are that good either. It's kind of different to the dichotomy of AFC to NFC. You've got a definite shootout on the other side. You can see a lot of defense being played. So um, kind of interesting. Yeah. We're all kind of in agreement on that pick. I don't know if I feel good about. It.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. And you know, Burrow's going in with such a good attitude too. Yeah, you know,
0: I have that written it's- in my powerings. I had a couple notes written about like why I put them there. Bengals. It's like I, I felt bad putting them four, but I-, I wrote right under them, house money. They may be four, <laughs> but they are playing with house money. No one even expected them to make the playoffs. Right. Now they're in the AFC Championship game. Zero. The Chiefs have all the pressure in the world. Absolutely, they do. They do. I mean, if and the, the Bengals Chiefs don't. The Bengals. Oh my God! Like, what are you doing?
1: Now here's a question for you guys: Does America want the Bengals to win this game this week? Does America 100%. want to see? You, you think yes. I
0: think a hundred percent yes. So you're yeah. thinking
2: it's...
1: that. That
0: America I think a lot of to-
2: people have jumped onto the Cincinnati Bengals bandwagon.
0: I think a lot Honestly. of people agree. I agree. A lot of people are on that bandwagon. It's just something, it's something different. People don't like seeing when you're so good, even like everyone loved Mahomes when he first broke out, the no look pass, all this offense, the creative plays, you know, be- beating Brady in the Super Bowl. all that. Like you, you see the, uh, the, the, um, the interests of America when they, when there's a new toy, new offensive quarterback, new toy that they all latch onto, like, oh my God, we love them. But then when you start being so good so often, they get tired of you a mm-hmm. little bit. And I think that's starting to happen with Mahomes. And I'll throw this out there. I don't know if you guys pay attention to this. I, uh, I, no offense, but I'm definitely the, the younger part of this uh, crew here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I, I might be a little bit more attuned to, like, the... I'm not the, quite the sure media. how to take that. No, I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to take that last comment, so...
0: <laughs> no offense,
1: come on. Are you calling me, like, a senior citizen or something? <laughs> <laughs> Geritol every day?
0: But if, if you're paying attention to, like, the Instagram memes and stuff like that, so... You guys might be not aware of of Jackson Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' brother. Okay. Who loves to post nonsense on TikTok (laughs) and think that he's like – he's always at the game. He's like dancing on the other team's logo. He's doing stuff in the the box. And I think a lot of the younger crowd in America that watches football sees that because they're on TikTok. I'm – hand up. I'm not on TikTok. I'm just aware of it. But (laughs) – They see that and they hate the Chiefs just because they don't want to see uh, Jackson Mahomes out any more games. So that I think a lot of the younger, like uh, the younger America, is rooting for the Bengals because one, Burrow, and two because they don't like the Mahomes family. Okay,
2: gotcha. Okay,
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens though.
1: (laughs) We'll
2: see.
0: Um, so let's move on to – I think that we could ask this question uh, about this game as well. It would be an interesting answer to this one. But let's talk about the picks and over-under first. Uh, to, the, to the nightcap, to the to the Rams of 49ers, a divisional
2: matchup.
1: What do you think, Lily?
2: I like the Rams to win outright. Um, I think San Fran is gonna, going to cover. I'm picking both oh, dogs okay. this week. I think San Fran's going to cover. I think it's going to be a close game. I mean – San Fran didn't beat him the last six times for no reason. You know, they kind of wow. got their number. That's a heck of a stat. So yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm thinking the Rams will win, but San Fran's gonna be right there with them.
1: Mm. How about you, Norm?
2: Um, I I
0: it's tough. I, I kinda wanna side with Lily there, but I, I I think this is gonna be a close game, but I think the Rams are just a more complete team. I think when you look at, at San Fran's strengths, I think the Rams are just a better matchup for them. I, I think they're they're a tough matchup because they also have a great defense that can kind of go toe-to-toe with San Fran's and try and keep this a close game as well. But I, I think that front four is going to get to Garoppolo. I think they're just going to rush for and kind of like what they did against the Bucs. You know they got to Brady while still being able to drop seven guys back, and Brady was under pressure most of that game. He was and he was he was struggling to do what he normally does. I think they're going to say Garoppolo beat us. We're 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 going to we're going to you know stop the run here. We're going to commit to stopping the run, and then you're going to have to drop back, and Aaron Donald and and all these guys are still going to be able to get to you. You're not going to have time to to really do what you want to do back there and 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 play on the fly. And I, I think I think the Rams are just a slightly a bit more talented than the Niners. And while I think this is a close game, if this was a five-point line, I think I'd maybe take the Niners. But uh, three and a half, maybe I lose on the hook. Maybe I lose mm. with that that point that point five. But uh, I think I'm going to take the Rams on this one.
1: Yeah, as you guys get both have mentioned, uh, the Niners literally own this team. They they. They've won six, six straight games outright. So not even six straight yep. coverage, six straight wins. All right, yeah. yep. Um, But this Rams team looks a little bit different right now. Like As you mentioned, yep. all your points, Norm and, and Lily, are well taken. Their defense is monstrous. Um, I love the way Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham are playing together now at the wide receiver. Cooper, yep. Cooper Cup, it's un- uh, otherworldly. And Odell seems to have settled in. I mean, he's not the, the number one option there, and he's okay with that. Yeah. He contributes three, four, five catches a game. And he'll still open it up for Cooper Cup somehow yeah. be wide open at the end of games. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I also like the Rams to win this game. I think San Fran keeps it close. And I think, uh, again, the, the whole hook thing really gets me. I think this is a three-point game. I think San Fran hangs yeah. in there. Um, but I think the Rams ultimately will get a chance to play Super Bowl in front of their home fans and Sofi in two weeks. Kind
0: of forgot about that. I think that. so too. Forgot about that aspect of it two years in a row. Maybe we could get that.
1: Yeah, the only thing about this that makes it difficult for me is do I go over on this game? I think I'm gonna go over.
0: I, I don't even want to touch this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see I could see this game, like I mentioned, both defenses could be really good. This game could end up kind of like San Fran's game. It could be 13-10. I wouldn't be surprised. But then again, you look at these offenses, you look at some of the games these two teams even played together, this game could end up in the 30s as well, like Kansas City and Cincinnati. So I'm just enjoying this game from an over-under standpoint. I'm, this, is, this is my stay-away pick. the stay away, picks, stay away <laughs> from the over under. <laughs>
1: So now do you think uh, – so as far as San Fran's chances of winning this game or covering, do you think they have a better chance of doing it if the game is a low-scoring game or if, yeah. or if the game is a high-scoring yes. affair?
0: I, I, that's, scoring. A great, that's a great question. I, think, I think San Fran's chances are if this is a low-scoring game, yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. And Should be interesting.
0: What, what, what you brought up with the last game is, who do you think America is rooting for in this one?
1: Oh, boy. Um, I will have to say the Rams. <laughs> yeah. I would say the Rams. Um, I don't star- think it, I, I don't think it's a really really big swing. I think it might be like down the middle close, but right. I think the fact that it's L.A. is it's a great market there. Chance to have the Rams play in their home stadium. I think more that star might be power. The,
0: I think on right Fran as well. Yeah, Especially on L.A. as well. Yeah, exactly. Know, people know Stafford. People know Aaron Donald. People know Odell. They I know think Odell. people are starting to know Cooper Cup if they don't.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, he, he had <laughs> one of the best wide receiver seasons of all time, and yeah. he just gets very little press over that. So I think I think he's kind of under-respected there, and I think people are going sh- to see the real Cooper Cup this weekend and next and, and if they win, of course, in two weeks. I yeah, they'll they'll get a chance because... to really appreciate him.
0: Next year's fantasy drafts. I used to try and pluck Cooper Cup in, like, the fifth, sixth round. That guy's going to be, like, a second-round pick now. I hate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, well, that leaves us, I guess, you know – what are our Super Bowl predictions then? We've, we've got four teams left. We all kind of just chose who won. Who's in the Super Bowl? As we say right now, of course, we'll make the pick next week as well, When or maybe two weeks. We're going to have a show next week, but I don't know if we'll, we might save our picks for that last show. Right. But as it stands right now, four teams left. Who's in the Super Bowl? Who's winning?
2: Uh, okay. If you go with your head, it's going to be Kansas City and the Rams. But I'm going with my heart. I'd love to see the Bengals and the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> A slight disagreement in between your head and yeah. as, uh,
1: as Lily and I were speaking before the show, uh, I think the ladies around America are going to want to see Joe Burrow and Jimmy GQ in this pool. That's, that's who they're rooting for. and I have no problem with that. My heart says San Fran as well. My head says uh, L.A. to win. Um, and I think it's going to be L.A. against Kansas City.
0: Yeah, Kansas City, I I truly do think the pressure is going to be too much, and I'm picking a Bengals Rams Super Bowl. Mm. I I like nice. I I might actually pick the Bengals outright tomorrow. I I might actually throw a couple bucks on an outright pick on the Bengals just because the odds are there too. I, I truly think the pressure is right. going to be there, and and Joe Burrow's shown. This is this is exact same situation he was in LSU. Like no one thought the, the, the no one thought those Bengals were going to be winning either, right? You know? So the Bayou Bengals pulled it out in, in college, and I think these Cincinnati Bengals are going to shock the world as well, and yep. uh, and, and pull it out here and, and beat Kansas City.
1: And on a personal note, um, I think I saw a press conference the other day with Earl Burrow. He's wearing those rectangular, pinkish-looking. I've been trying to find those for like years now. I had them years ago. They apparently went out of style. He brought them back. I want those glasses, Joe. Come on, Joe. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> me those glasses.
0: Spettin', spettin the, the fashion trends as well. That's yeah, what a star quarterback does, doesn't he? <laughs> like, um,
1: a, like, a, like a mini Joe Namath way back in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? They call him Joe Cool. Hey.
2: Joe Cool. Why yeah. not?
0: Why not? Um, all right, guys, we'll, we'll uh, see if we get uh, spoiled again on another championship week. If, if, it could, if it could be half as good as last weekend, we're in store for, for a great Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, as I mentioned, we will be uh, back next week in between. We'll do, uh, you know, well, they'll probably be the most different show that we've done this entire season. It'll, it'll be, uh, you know, kind of storylines, maybe throw some prop bets out or something like that, or things, will, you know. Talk about what happened this past week uh, Mm -hmm. as well. But we will be here in between the Super Bowl. And of course, we will have our big blowout uh, blowout end of the season show, Um, of course, the the day before the Super Bowl. But um, great show, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, If you want to reach out to us, of course, it's smartgamble at gmail.com. And uh, you can get more picks there as well. For CJ, for
2: Lily, I'm Norm. Closing thoughts, guys. Uh, visit our website, the Smartgamble.com SmartGamble.com as well. Of course, Uh, we'll find us on social media. Yep. By next season, you'll be able to purchase our, our locks of the week and our, our, all of our picks. So look for that next season.
0: And then of course, of course, like, and subscribe, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Apple podcasts on Spotify, uh, make sure you're subscribed. So you, uh, know when the episode drops each
1: Saturday. Yep. And be sure to make sure you get to your local watering hole and uh, get those appetizers <laughs> and those adult beverages ready for the big games, guys. It's yep. very
2: important. A, yeah, DT's was a lot of fun last week. Yes, yes. it was. It really, Being it really was, was, a lot. was a lot of fun. Thank,
0: thank DT's again for, for last week. And that was a lot of fun. Yep. All right. For CJ, for Lily, I'm Norm. We will talk to you next week and enjoy the championship games. Yes. Thanks for joining the us. Game.